what is good fam i uh, feel crazy because after doing some some research i thought that yesterday was the first day of ramadan i did i just i knew it in my soul did all this research calculations and my calendar and my research was off it was very off after talking to my muslim sister um and she talked to the community of other muslim muslim sisters uh finding out that today today uh which is <clears throat> not yesterday um mm -hmm. today which is Tuesday, April the 13th, is actually, actually the first day of Ramadan. So, um, I found this out maybe 20 minutes to an hour after, um, I posted yesterday's, um, episode. So, I really wanted to do a redaction, but yesterday kind of went weird after finding that out. And I got so caught up with that, that I kind of like was like, dude, what are we, what are we, <laughs> we going to do? So today is actually the first official day of Ramadan. Um, I actually woke up earlier. Right now it's like, what? 5:26 in the morning and one of the reasons why I woke up earlier is because I didn't want to do what I did yesterday which kind of was a blessing in disguise no it definitely was a blessing because it allowed me to get chance to practice and see what I did wrong so I can do something different because you have to stop um, eating between sunrise and sunset sunrise where I am in Statesboro Georgia um, is at 7.01 a.m., okay? And so that means that everything needs to be that I'm going to drink or eat needs to be out the way before this time. Um, I find that the last few nights I've been having a little bit of indigestion. And one of the things that occurred to me the last two nights was I was kind of eating later because at first I fasted the whole day until I went to work and just, I want to say about 4 or 5 p.m., I broke my fast by eating a mint. I had two mints before I actually realized that I broke my fast. And then I had a third because I was like, bro, I want this mint. And then after that, I kind of was like, you know, if you know what you're doing, you need to stop. And then by that point, I was like, you know what? It's not Ramadan. You can eat. But I was like, I don't want to eat anymore at work. So when I got home, I decided to order something to eat. And I felt like it was too late for me to eat. Because even though I ordered the food around, let me see, I got home from work around 6.45. Um, even though I ordered the food then I still feel like it was too late because 
the food got here between 8 and 7.30. So it was the food was too late. And then it wasn't the right type of food. Like, it should have been something that I could just drink real quick. Like a smoothie or soup, but not like noodly soup. Not something that was going to be heavy and on, but something that I could just drink real quick. You know, um, I find that if I have heavier foods during the week, I don't feel really good. Um, especially when I'm at work, it doesn't make me focus as well. And I find just having the wrong type of foods is, is like doing the most for me. So anyway, that is my very long winded and rapidly weird topic for today. Um, today we are talking about the first official day of Ramadan, but we are also talking about some things that happened with some experiences with people that I've been talking to about relationships. So it's a, it's a little bit of everything today. All right. That is what we're going to talk about after the brizzle. So let's look forward to that. You are now listening to point two point two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Sharee, and your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. Happy first official tissue day of Ramadan. This is the actual first day, unlike what I said yesterday. <laughs> this is the actual first day. <laughs> so I have to redact what I said yesterday. Um, I just want to make these quick statements about that because of the fact that I was wrong and I said that and I didn't want people who are already um, starting Ramadan, um, like thinking, well, already knew, knowing when the day was saying, wait a minute, Ramadan is not today, it's tomorrow. But I should have redacted that statement. I didn't. And I'm sorry about that. Um, another thing that is very important is how you guys been? How you guys been doing? How 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 has life been? You know, I hope you guys are doing great during this COVID nineteen pandemic, or as good as you can do. Um, I'm doing good. I'm actually super excited, more than Campbell's, to actually be having another episode today, which has to do with Ramadan. But it's not the only thing that we're going to be talking about. As a matter of fact, we're going to glaze over Ramadan. And what happened yesterday. And then we're going to go into the topic that I really want to talk about for today. So yesterday, like I said, I did eat. I did break my fast because I realized that number one, it wasn't Ramadan. Um, But I'm glad I did fast for some point of the day. It actually was 
different because I, I, I didn't realize how important it is to really get involved in asking the other sisters in the community what is going on. You know what I'm saying? So we really know for real, for real, the validity of what you're doing as far as being a Muslim sister or even being a Muslim brother. So that's that. Um, today, I wanted to just talk about value. Your value in your relationship. And what brought this on originally was me watching um, YouTube videos and uh, stumbling upon Kevin Samuels uh, talking about certain things that he talks about. Because <laughs> we all know people who who listen to Kevin Samuels, who watch YouTube or on his Instagram, know he goes in about what he feels and what he believes. And the reality is I can't have any angst towards this man about how he feels that that is his belief um and it can't lie and say well he's the only man who thinks like that because the reality is he's not there's a lot of people who value different things and I think personally I think he's a very good person at the job that he does he is a um person that works on image consulting and he also gives a lot of relationship advice to people who are of higher value now my thing is when you throw away throw away every other piece of junk that he may say that would put you in a not say junk not don't say it loosely because I mean what I'm saying because some of the things he says to women are very demeaning and rude and I don't think that man would talk to his own mother like that. Like, I don't think he would say, well, mom, are you a woman of high value? Like, I don't know if she's alive or not. Um, but I do know that, you know, I don't think he would talk to his mother like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he would talk if he had sisters to his sister like that. I don't think he would talk to his wife. I think, yes, this man, and we're just going to get into this briefly, has strong opinions that many other men may feel and I've done some research and I've seen that there are a lot of men who think that you have to look a certain way and you have to realize that a lot of these men who are saying this are not even high value men based upon Kevin Samuels um, definition and the reality is high value he's talking about when it comes to the financial aspect you know what I'm saying and he's talking about physically aesthetically pleasing you know what I'm saying he won't he's talking about men who want to have kids who want to have a beautiful wife who want to have the house and the white picket fence that have the western beliefs of America more of a and I have to be honest a Caucasian western belief but you have to realize that Kevin Samuel says this based upon a system that is flawed <laughs> against African-American religions and traditions. And he says these things, well, you, like, well, you should, you should be doing certain things a certain way because you are a Western woman. But the reality is, 
a lot of us really aren't Western women. I mean, we are Western women by today's standards because that's what the world is now. But a lot of us are immigrants. You know what I'm saying? And some of us by choice and some of us um, not really by choice. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like I'm one of those people who fall into that category of not being, you know, in that choice, you know, group of doing it. You know, my people didn't come all over here on purpose, but some of us did. I don't know. I've, I, I've learned that we have Irish in our family, and I'm guessing that that's an indentured servant Irish. So maybe it's not some of us, maybe it's all of us, because I'm not a first-generation African-American, and I'm pretty sure we're not first-generation Af- Irish. So it's pretty much like, yeah, that part. Um <laughs> But I do, I say this to say, I say this to say that because of that, we have a lot of customs and things that we may have learned from our ancestors, from our family, from, from traditions and things that we are starting to adapt back into our own everyday culture vibe and to our family's values. Um, And I don't think that his values is the same as the values that a lot of these women are looking for. When you think about the word value, when you think about it, you have to think about what the definition for the word value means. And then you have to interpret it on based upon based upon what you look for when it comes to value. Value has so many different types of definition. You can have a value in music, mathematics, um, linguistics, um, art and commerce. So those are several different definitions for the word value, not to mention all the urban definitions of the word value. And then you factor in between all of those definitions, the definition of the word value in Western society when it comes to status. So, um, in the regard, if you, use it for value sake when it comes to um just the plain jane definition of value that we use it for um which would be the regard that something is held to deserve the importance worth usefulness of something which comes from google and they cited this information from the definitions from the Oxford Dictionary. It also goes into um, similar definitions, which go into when they break down keywords, which are merit, worth, usefulness, use, utility, um, practicality, advantage, desirable, benefits, gain, profit, good, service, help, helpfulness, assistance, effectiveness, efficiency, avail, importance, significance, point, sense, and mileage. Now, before we get, and that's the, and that definition right there, um, this is a simple run of the meal definition. And then when you go to the verb, which means to estimate the monetary worth of something, evaluate, assess, estimate, appraise, assess, I mean, 
a seri rate or price. And then you also go into the second definition, which is to consider. And this is for the verb consider someone or something to be important or beneficial, have a high opinion of or appreciate. Now, I'm explaining what the word value means to you. And to explain something is to have told someone or some people about something so they can understand it. So they can get the understanding. I think the real problem that we have today when it comes to modern dating is that there is no type of explanation for the value that you put for yourself. And I think a lot of people who are relationship gurus, quote unquote, or who can get you to the point where you can date are not thinking about what their values are and comparing it to yours. You guys have to be aligned physically, mentally, emotionally, financially for what are your goals and what are your values. Do you value the same thing? Are you wanting to get someone who has a financial status, who has a good job, who is handsome, who has a status in the community to be elite? Who is, do you want someone who's educated? My bad. Um, but do you want someone who can bring forth to you the reality that you want? Because if you're not looking for the same thing that they're selling, but yet you're still buying it, it's useless to you. It really is. It's not of any value to you. See, essentially what happens when you go to people who are dating and relationship gurus, or even if you go to your girlfriends and ask for advice, they have to be aligned with you. And essentially what they're doing is assessing the situation based upon what they're doing. They're appraising you. They're appraising you. They're doing what an appraiser would do with a house or someone who is an end of life appraiser who monitors your value in the community based upon what they believe and what the world believes is the same thing. But the thing is, if you're a Christian woman, you don't value the same things as a person who is supposedly a worldly woman. If you're a Muslim woman, you don't value the same things as someone who is supposedly a worldly woman. You know what I'm saying? Muslims, Christians, Buddhists, and anybody who is religious go by the moral standards of that particular religion, which almost all have the same, the main religions have the same type of morals and values. Although Muslims differ in a lot of different ways. Because Muslims are not supposed to do certain things that a lot of people don't do. You have more, you have different types of Muslims, just like you have different types of Christians. You have Muslims who believe in different types of religions, morals, and values and put that into their religion. They may celebrate Christmas. They might celebrate Halloween. Most traditional Muslims don't, but there are Muslims who do that. There are Sophie women who, um, who believe, who, who are kind of collected to, connected to voodoo, and which is part of an African tradition. And it is not something that's supposed to be creepy, but a lot of people think it is. Um, it's more collected to spirits and honoring your ancestors and honoring the good and the bad. 
Um, but with that being said, with all these different morals and values, if you're not aligning with someone else with the same values, then you're not going to get the same benefits. You can't go to the gym as someone who is 500 pounds and get the same result as someone who's 300 pounds. If your goal is to lose 200 pounds and their goal is to lose 500 pounds, I mean, 500 pounds, it's, it's a different thing. If your goal is to lose 20 pounds and, and someone else's goal is to, to lose 30 pounds, it's, it's a different thing. If your goal is to lose 20 pounds, but you really need to lose 50 or lose 50 pounds, but you really need to lose 10, it's going to be different. You have to align and know what is not only best for you, but what is your reality? Because sometimes what's best for you is not the same thing that your reality is. And you need to either fix your reality by getting to the right place or you need to um, assess the situation and figure out how you can get to the mindset of understanding that you can't change everything and be so, you know, have some type of serenity in your life. And that's what it comes to with relationships. Relationships can be difficult, yo. They can be so hard. And you can make them a lot harder if you're shooting for a relationship goal of somebody else on social media. Because the reality is a lot of people who you see on social media practice those posts. Or they make a post that looks good. Just because a picture looks cute or beautiful or people look attracted together and they make beautiful babies. Do not. Do not get caught up in that trap because they can really be miserable. Value is so important. What are your morals? Do you want something that is real or looks real? Do you want someone that is real or someone that pretends to be real or says that they're real and you think because they say the word real that they're real? You need something that's tangible, something that's understandable. You need value and substance that is going to sustain you. Has anybody ever heard if you're from the South? I don't like I didn't I don't remember hearing this up north, but I know, you know what I'm saying? Like cuz I grew up in Jersey and a lot of people didn't really say this, but they when I transitioned to being in the South, I've heard this a lot. Like getting something, eating something that sticks to your ribs. Or, you know, go ahead and Eat some grits and it'll swell up in your stomach and you'll be full. You got to realize that sometimes you can swell your belly up with the wrong thing and not be true. You can be full for that moment, but you're not nutritionally full. But if you eat the right types of things, you're going to you're going to be full and you're going to be nourished. That's the same thing when it comes to value in yourself and a relationship. The very first thing you need to do is value yourself before you can value anyone else. And I've had struggles with that in my own life because I've dated guys that if I had myself together, I wouldn't have dated. It has nothing to do with these guys being beneath me or I'm better than them or they're better than me. It's because my morals and my goals and my values would have been aligned differently. And I would have not even wanted to be in that same circle with them because 
we wouldn't have been compatible. And not just because we were opposites that attract, because sometimes opposites do attract. But when you think about what you really want for your life, could you see that person growing with you? And if you can't, then you can't do it. That's what it comes down to when it comes to morals and values. What brought on this conversation was a lot of things, but I think the one thing that cemented me wanting to talk about this today was I was having a conversation with someone that I know and they had been talking about some dating dramas and they're in their early 20s and I realized how I was in my early 20s. In your early 20s, you're figuring things out. Hell, when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you're still figuring things out. But I've gained a lot of wisdom, even though I'm 35 years old, but I do see a lot and I've been through a lot. And one thing I know is there are are people who don't align what their goals are and their values are for themselves. So then they look for the people who can give them some type of companionship, but then they don't know what they want from themselves, so they can't know what they want from that relationship. Is that a bad thing? No, because you learn as you grow. But it does create a lot of heartache during that process. We're going to take a short bristle, and we'll talk about that in a minute. What is good, fam? It's Latoya Justice Shari, and we are back at it again on the Point 2.2 Wilds Talking Podcast. And we have been talking about value, value, which is such an important thing in relationships. Now, when I was, uh, before I left to go on the break, I was talking about um, someone I know having some relationship woes. And it how it reminded me of how I was at their age. And even today, I I think about experiences that I've heard people have or things that I've went through and, or or am going through in my own life. And I realized that sometimes we place the blame on someone else. So that way we can get mad at them, but we don't really find out what we did wrong. We don't really find out what our value, you know, some, I was listening to this person's story and they were talking about the woes and the issues that they went through. And one thing I learned is when someone deserts you when you need them, um, that doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad person. But if they desert you when you need them and they play games with you and they don't necessarily seem to be there through the whole story, they only become there available when they want to be available then they're showing you who they are they're showing you that they don't want to be in your life they're showing you this they're showing you this now it's a difference between being young and in your 20s and not knowing how to feel that real empathy because you may not have been raised to learn that and it may take you time to understand that or learn that or maybe you be Honestly, maybe you may, maybe you might not ever learn it, but either way, your reality cannot be based upon somebody else's story. This is your story. You are the leading character, which means you have to come up with the backstory. You have to come up with 
the future plot twists and turns. And you have to feel what your reality is. And the honest to God truth is we can't put that weight on somebody else's shoulders. I've, I've talked to friends who have gotten stood up. I've gotten stood up before. And it hurts. It breaks you down. I've talked to people who have people who they were talking to or dating who are not there for them. And this boils down to assessing your value and that person's value in their life. Just because this guy has a nice job or who this guy has money or this guy is handsome or this guy has a great position does not mean that they won't treat you like crap. And you can let somebody do that for my, for money or for attention or for love. But I keep thinking about this one thing I heard on New Girl. You're the prize. You're the prize. And you have to remember you're the prize. It's not that you're the best thing that's out there since Swiss Bread. No. It's that for someone to get to know you, they have to win your trust. They have to earn your trust. They have to solidify the foundation for your trust. You deserve that. But you also have to earn your own trust. You have to build a foundation where brick by brick, no other extensions can come onto this to this foundation, to this to this building that you are making for your future to make you strong and to build your brand where you may be a family person or you may be a teacher, a lawyer, a doctor, a YouTuber, a blogger, a podcaster, a gamer. You may be a cashier. You may be, you know, whatever you, whatever your journey is and wherever you go, you have to build in a foundation of strong enough where you can add on someone else you can make it into a duplex because if you don't have a stable foundation then you're just adding something new to something raggedy you ever see somebody walk around with a brand new pair of nikes but they have raggedy clothes on it's like dude step your game up (laughs) and you know i mean honestly that's not the biggest deal in the world truthfully but it's kind of like looking like that it's kind of that concept. It really, I mean, truthfully, it really doesn't matter what you wear. Because, I mean, if you feel comfortable, you feel comfortable. But the reality is that's how it is, though. It's like, truthfully, it really is like having a brand new bike frame. And then you put tires with holes in them on there so your bike can't go nowhere. That's what it is more like. You have a tire. You have a brand new shiny bike. Brand new. I mean, I'm talking about so new that the metal had just been made. You could feel the heat on the metal. It had just been taken out of the metal mill. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you make a bike. I have no idea. <laughs> but <laughs> they just put it all together. You got this dope basket on your bike, some bells and lights and whistles and whatever else. And then you have these wheels that are 100 years old with holes in them that don't even fit the frame. That is what it's like. It's exactly like that. You have to know the value. You have a a great bike frame. 
Why would you want to mess it up with Raggedy Wheels? Or maybe you have something that is a to-do. You know, it's a fixer-upper. And you have to know if it's a fixer-upper that you have to do the work to fix yourself up. So that way you're strong enough to go ahead and get some wheels. Maybe they're used wheels, but they're, they're wheels that are sturdy for you. You have to get the thing that you value. Money can't be and status can't be the thing. Because those are all fake. Value is what you make it. You literally, money cannot be the, the end all be all. How handsome he is cannot be the end all be all. Because money is based on value. And if you value something to be 100 pennies and it turns into a dollar, then that's what it is. But what if one day we use currency that is rocks or plastic? Like literally using currency that is made out of plastic. Like a dollar is one plastic zentard. <laughs> like what, what if we do that 100 years from now or 200 years from now? What if that's what we do? What if you use your skin to pay your bills? Like literally tapping your skin to some type of weird machine to pay your bills. And what if everything else that you used to do 100 years ago, 25 years ago, a day ago, is antiquated. And it doesn't work and it's obsolete and you can't use it. That can happen in life. That can happen in relationships. That can happen with value. So you need to know what is it that you want and believe for yourself. And what would you want from a family before you go around casting the bait on these people to be your spouses? For realsies. Because just because someone is conveniently there and they like you does not mean that they are the right person for you. You have to be patient. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be fearless and fearful. You have to go inside the craziness of the world and say, hey, I'm strong enough to be here. Because if you don't do it, it's just going to be one issue after another issue after another issue. I'm going to take a short bristle and then I am going to close out the show for the day. I hope that you guys think about this and have some food for thought. What is a good fam? We are talking about value. So in this section, we are going to close out the show, podcast, episode, whatever you want to call it, and just really talk about some closing statements I'm going to ask you a few questions what is your value what do you want out of life do you want to be thinner smarter braver bolder how do you get there my answer to you is to work on it my answer to you is to know who you are and are you ready to be tied down with someone else yet have you worked on you enough to the point where you don't need need somebody else. I've thought about so many people who have rushed into relationships, rushed into looking for somebody else's expectations or goals. 
and thinking, hey, man, I can do this how they want me to do it. But it doesn't work that way. So many times we tend to rush because we're afraid we're not going to get another chance. And then we wind up in a pitfall of a pitfall of a pitfall of situations. We keep falling further and further into the deep. Instead of reaching our destiny. It's hard to reach your destiny when you're scared. But you got to push through it. You got to work through it. And you got to understand where you need to go. At the end of the day, you have the choice to assess what it is that should be your goal. Do not let someone else come in to evaluate you and try to change your worth. Because unfortunately, that's what happens when you end up in a bad relationship. And it's a relationship that winds up being toxic for you. All bad relationships aren't like that, but some are. So you have to know what is your value. Know what are your dreams. Know what are your goals. Know what are your expectations for yourself. What are your limitations? And then be realistic. Start big and then go small. Well, until next time, guys, remember, if you love what you have, you have everything you need. Smooches, wrap it up with a face pass, face mask, my bad. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Point .2.2 FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice Shari, and your co-host, King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two walls talking podcast and our Twitter. Twitter lately. Smooches. Peace. Until next time.